We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, y'all, we got a very, very special guest this morning. My dog. Come on, baby. Rain, sleet, snow, shine. We like the Pony Express over here. We ride. We ride together. He is the most notable sports analysis and anal- not worry about analyst. Analyst. Sports talker. Because <laughs> he be talking. You know, when, you, you know, when, you, when you try to be big and you ain't really got it. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest sports talker. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Right. Of our time. His signature style of commentating is, is renowned. He's a feature commentator and executive producer for ESPN's First Take. And his No Mercy podcast is streaming on YouTube. He's added another, another iron in the fire, baby. Mm-hmm. He is now a best-selling author. This is one of his newest accolades, and he's got a new book out entitled Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. It's available now. He's here to tell us about Straight Shooter, why he shoots straight all the damn time. Shoot uh-huh. straight when he need to be fine crooked sometimes, but he don't know how. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, straight shooter himself, my dog, the one and only Stephen A. Smith. Good yeah, morning. Stephen A. Morning, Stephen A. What's, going What's going on? I miss y'all so much. How's everybody doing? How y'all Great. doing? Great. Yeah, great. Good. What's up? How you feeling, man? Um, I, I'm just humbled, man. You know, um, my my book hit the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, wow. you know, on went on Wednesday, and the, the book was dedicated, obviously, to my mother, who was the ultimate straight shooter. Y'all all know she passed away in 2017. She's the greatest woman I've ever known. And um, I dedicated the book to her. And, you know, we talk about God a lot. Um, I know y'all do. And for me to be a New York Times bestseller, um, it's beyond my wildest dreams. But the day it was announced was on my mother's birthday, which was Wednesday. So um, it was... Uh, how hard, how hard did you cry? <laughs> How hard? I'm sorry. I said, how hard did you cry? Um, I cried a little bit. You know, I miss her a lot. You know, I spent two years, first two years she was gone. I cried every day. 
And, um, you know, I cry periodically from time to time because I miss her so much. Um, but when I uh, when I got the New York Times bestseller, I mean, in the book, I talk about how I got left back not once but twice. Got left back in the third grade because I had a first grade reading level. I got promoted uh, that following September. I got left back in June, but I got promoted that September to the fourth grade after I did summer school. And I completed the fourth grade and then got left back again because I still had a fourth grade reading level. And I remember when I was a fourth grader and my father's standing in the kitchen with my mother. And he doesn't know that she's on, uh, he, they don't know I'm on the back porch. And my father told my mother, the boy just ain't smart. He ain't going to be anything. Just get over it and accept it. And my mother never, ever capitulated to that. She never gave into that. She always believed in me. She always pushed me. She always demanded excellence from me and what have you. And she was my, my greatest cheerleader. And so it's one thing if I'm successful because, you know, I'm doing something totally different. I'm playing sports. I'm, you know, I'm an actor. I'm doing whatever. It's another thing entirely when you can't, you can't read, you can't comprehend what you're reading because of your ability to read, write, and communicate. For me to overcome those challenges and then to be this successful and then for it to be the culminating point because I had achieved everything I had set out to achieve in my career already, but to achieve this was the final thing on my bucket list and to pull it off and to have it announced on her birthday it was truly in my mind God's way of just reminding me that she's watching over me and she's taking care of me still beautiful yes sir beautiful you know I think I think a lot of people don't know the backstory behind people's success I think books like this are important you you, you in this book man you get pretty frank with everything Stephen A you was talking yeah. in the book about getting fired from ESPN in 2009 and sharing that news with your mother. How'd that go? Well, that was a tough one. When I got let go, when they told me they were letting me go, I was devastated. I felt screwed over. I felt set up. Um, But I also felt very, very alone and, and, and very scared because I was a father. I was a new dad. And I was like, man, this is this is scary as hell because how am I going to take care of my responsibilities? Because it's the last thing, it's the biggest fear that I've always had. And I went back to my mother's house licking my wounds, even though I had my own house in South Jersey, New Jersey. I went back to her house in Hollis, Queens, and I laid in the bed for a couple of days. And after a couple of days there, she would always bring me breakfast, my well-toasted bagel with extra butter, my hot tea, milk and sugar from the West Indies. And I always drank that. And she brought me a tray of food. And on the tray with the food was a handheld mirror. And I was like, what is this for? She said, I'm just wondering when you're going to start looking at yourself. And she pointed out how my attitude wasn't the greatest, uh, that I was a bit too negative that she listened to me over the phone talking about my bosses, talking about issues, playing the role of victim, acting like everybody was doing me wrong instead of accepting culpability for myself. And she said, I'm not saying you deserve to be fired, but I do know this. I know that you don't like being around people like that. So why would you expect your bosses to want you around? You got to grow up. You got to mature. You got to accept the fact that things don't always go your way. But you got to persevere anyway and maintain a level of decorum and control and poise and and, and, and get rid of that arrogance and acting like you're entitled to things because you're not. That made a really big time impact in terms of changing my mindset and getting me on the right track again. We got to come back. I don't know who this is I'm talking to. 
I've never heard this person. I don't know what. We'll got to come back. This is great, man. The book is called Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. We'll be back more with Stephen A. Smith right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. Our special guest this morning is my friend, uh, Stephen A. Smith. I, I ride with him. I don't care what happened. And uh, this brother right here, you know, I'm seeing a side of him today. But first, the calmest I've ever talked to, the most inside look I've seen him give himself publicly. Publicly. And I think you got to understand that everybody you see that's a success story today, there's another story that often ain't told. That looks Ooh. that could look a lot like your story. Can I say something? You know, I love all of y'all. I've known y'all for years. But I want to share something with y'all audience that I've never shared with anybody. And it's about Steve Harvey. When my brother died in 1992 in a car accident, two months before he passed away, I made a vow that I would never go to his gravesite until I achieved what he swore I would achieve. And that was that I was going to be on ESPN one day I was going to be a general sports columnist. I was going to be on TV, and I was going to resonate in such a way that the sports world was going to hate to hear what I had to say. And I never went to his grave until I achieved that goal 11 years later. And I bring up that story because fast forward to 2009, I had lost my job, and I was wondering about my future. I got a job back on Fox Sports Radio, but I was contemplating a lot of things, wondering how I could climb back or whatever. And I was in Atlanta showing up for the Disney Dreamers uh, thing. And I was, uh, I was with Steve Harvey. And Steve Harvey doesn't remember this, but Steve Harvey probably doesn't remember this, but he sat down and talked to me because he saw fear in my eyes. Because I had, a, I had two daughters by this time. I had a responsibility to take care of them. And I knew that I had gotten screwed over, but I also knew that I needed to accept accountability and to resurrect my career. And I knew it was going to be a long path, a long path there. And Steve Harvey sat me down, being the big brother that he is, and gave me words of wisdom about the trials and tribulations that I not only went through, but that I would have to go through to restore what I once had and to eclipse what I once had. And I always held on to those words, but more importantly than that, what I held on to most was the big brotherhood that he extended towards me that helped inspire me because it reminded me that everything that I was after and everything that I was in pursuit of wasn't just myself, but it was for him and all the people in my life that never hesitated to extend a helping hand. So while I'm sitting here this morning, as a New York Times bestseller, I want to say, get the applause for me. Make sure you give it to people like Steve, who extended a helping hand and inspired me and helped me learn how to galvanize the troops, build my support base. So when I climbed again, I wouldn't fall because I made sure to surround myself with people who wouldn't let me fall. You're one of those people. And I just want to say I love you for it. And I really appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. Well, let me go What's to a break. Right Let's here. go to break, Steve. Yeah. I'm going is... to break, and I'm going to go write my memoir. I'll be right back. I'm coming back with more with Steve A. Smith right out here. I got You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're back. Our special guest this morning has been compelling. Stephen A. Smith. 
uh, from First Take from the No Mercy podcast. Now the best-selling author, he's on the New York Times bestseller list. Woo-hoo. The stories about his past, his failures, his relationships with his family, all of this, man, is coming out. So, Stephen A., man, you, you're you known as a straight shooter. That, yeah. That's the name of the book, Straight Shooter. Let me ask you this, man. Have you ever said anything most recently that you wished you could just suck back in your mouth? Well, we all we all know what that is for me, bringing up the Rihanna and Beyonce comparison. That I can't believe what that turned into. I mean, I, I'm like, you you got to be kidding me, man. You know, hey, Steve, did it catch you completely it, off guard? Completely off guard, completely blindsided, man. Listen. Sherry Shepard, who's doing a great job. They picked up two additional seasons for a show. Yes. I'm really happy for her. Yeah. Um, you know, their, her team came into me before the show. And they said, Stephen A., you do debate. You do a debate show every day. We, we want to have a debate-style format. So we, we don't mind a healthy debate about something. We want to kind of incorporate that into your segment. And I said, no problem. You know, make it a little different than what people are accustomed to seeing if you're away from first take. I said, no problem. So when she asked me about Rihanna doing the Super Bowl, listen, I love Rihanna. She's phenomenal. She got my money just like Beyonce got my money. I bought both albums. You know, I support them both. But I am a Beyonce fan. I think he might be the greatest female talent I've ever seen. And that includes Janet Jackson, who I loved as well. And so for me... When she said Rihanna, in the, I'm thinking, you know, she said Rihanna in the Super Bowl. But when I'm thinking Super Bowl halftime shows, I'm thinking Beyonce with Destiny Child. I'm thinking Beyonce with Bruno Mars and Coldplay. And I'm like, that's a high standard to live up to. And so because Sherry was asking me the question and I had in mind what they were saying, I was like, she's a lot of things. She's sensational and fantastic. She just ain't Beyonce. And you would have thought that I accepted the woman. I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, this is like... But, but Steve, 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 let me ask you a question. Where were you? Okay, now, I, I know Sherry's show is taped to live. It went on the next day. It went on the next so day. it airs the next day just as it tapes. They go to commercial break on time, everything. It's a really great wear show. She's got a great right. executive producer, black dude. John Murray. When, where were you? Right after the show aired. And where were you walking from? Yo, bro, it wasn't even that. I taped the show, and 90 minutes later, as I'm about to go into Sirius XM, the taper interview, the damn thing was viral. And everybody was going crazy because they're like, yo, man, what did you say about Rihanna? Because apparently they put some clip out of what I said. Before the show even aired, and oh. the work, I, listen, do y'all know, I don't even know, I never even knew who Navy was until, I, 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 was, uh. I said, what y'all mean Navy? You mean our armed forces? What are you talking about? <laughs> Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, what you talking about? They're like, no, Rihanna Navy. What the hell is that? <laughs> like the beehive. I had, yeah. I, uh-huh. had, I, had, I had no idea. I never heard of it in my life. I, I, I'm like, I'm too busy working all the damn time. I didn't know this stuff. 
So <laughs> when, when, when people say they coming at me, I was like, well, the hell with them. I don't give a damn. Then you have some cats that I know who are Hollywood stars or Hollywood mm. athletes texting me, come on, Stephen A, man, you can't say that. I said, say what? I'm a fan of Beyonce. What are you talking about? You know, it's a, oh, Stephen A, you can't do this. And then you got Leslie Jones going on Comedy Central, mean mugging me, going off. I'm like, oh, I'm a fan of Leslie. I yeah, we were I mad, Stephen A. Uh, Stephen A. Y'all were mad, too. We yeah, were mad. You were getting dragged. We were mad. I was like, yeah, and I'm sitting there going like this. Yo, y'all, the, the only thing that really made me mad. Hey, Stephen A., hold on one second. See, Stephen A., stay right there. You should have been gone two breaks ago, but you that good of a guest. We'll be right back. Stephen A. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Our special guest this morning is my dog, Stephen A. Smith. Phew, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. And so uh, this is my boy, man. We've been ride or die no matter what. We've been on, we've been having a great conversation. Uh, come- <laughs> and now we got into the Rihanna thing. And all I can say about this is, Lord Jesus, glad it was. Lord Jesus. That's all I can say. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Because I-, I talked to this boy the same day it came out. Uh-huh. Wow. Because, you know, we were talking about coming on the radio and promoting the book and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But I just called him, man, just to put my arm around him a little bit. Because I've had several people yeah, call me and I have to like, hug me. I, I couldn't believe it. I could, and this is what really, this is the only time I got mad. What? When it's like, when it's like, oh, he's pitting two black women against each other. I said, now stop that. Now stop that. I did not say a negative word about Rihanna. Not a negative word. Okay. The fact of the matter is, I'm entitled to be a fan, and the reality is, is that I bought both of the albums. I listen to both of their music. I support both of them. I'm just more of a fan of Beyonce than Rihanna. That is not a crime. And I'm like, y'all got to be kidding me. Now this is black on black. So when, so when Michael Jackson or Prince was the subject, which one you got? That's black on black crime. I mean, if, if it's Luther or, or, or Teddy Pendergrass, that's black on black now. Uh, we got to stop this. We got to stop yeah. this. Okay? See, Steven, uh, see so, Stephen A. I, I can't love Steve, Steve Harvey. I can't love yeah. Steve Harvey. Yeah. And subject to entertainer. I can't love him both. Nope. Come on, y'all. <laughs> nope, not on the internet. Pick a side, baby. Pick a not side. Not on the internet. Well, well, the internet is undefeated, man. Well, that's Stephen honest. A. Well, let me tell you what I, I said on the internet. Let me tell you what I did on the internet. I said to the internet, Rihanna, to you, I want to apologize for all of this, this not this noise, this brouhaha, blah, blah, blah. I want to apologize to you. Navy and everybody else kissed my ass. I want to be very clear about that. I want to be very clear about that. I'm still Stephen A. I'm entitled to my feelings. Anyway, I can edit that off the show. Is there any way I can save his ass from his No. Ass? From himself. Yes. No. You, I'm not going to let you. You go. Listen to me. Me and you go back like Cadillac seats. I'm not going to. You can't dig this hole no damn deeper. Now you drag the dynamite down in the hole and you're lighting wicks. Listen, I owe Rihanna an apology. How do I owe somebody else an apology? Because I'm a yeah. fan. You don't. What did I do? You don't. Stop talking about the Navy. Because <laughs> okay. they're ignorant. Right. 
And Steve, we had just okay. said, oh, Stephen A. looks so handsome. We're, we were feeling the gray temples and all Man. of that when you first right. came out on the set and everything. We were rocking yeah. with you, Stephen A. And then, and then you said, said that. that. Oh, man. It was like but, Stephen but, but, A. Do y'all, but do y'all understand she asked for a debate style format? Yeah. Okay. I told the team, Stephen A., yeah. I told the team, I'm telling you right now, when you do these shows, a producer comes in the room and they kind of want to get a heads up. Now, he didn't yeah. say this in the producing room, but they gave him the green light of some side to be mm-hmm. somewhat controversial about something. I said, they that asked was a take. me to be a no, debate. I, they asked me. I told the t- I told the team that. He, did, he said, they but asked we, me to do he, that. He didn't see that We part. just we didn't, didn't know, know your nutty ass was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but but Stephen A., you looked good, though. Well, thank Stephen you so much. I do, I, I do try. I do try. Hey, man, here's what I love about you. And it is a take me as I am. I am a straight shooter. And what makes you a huge success is that you are so compelling on TV. You are must-see TV. And that's what makes First Take number one. That's what makes it what it is. Because love it, like it, hate it, need it, wish it. He gonna say it. And now you can take it and feel how you want to feel. But this is what I said. And that is my dog. He is unapologetically... Stephen A. Smith. Damn it. I am the first take. I'm the last take. When I did the show right there, me and Steve got an argument. Stephen A. got an argument on the show. I said, hey, man, the name of the show is First Take, not your take. (laughs) (laughs) You were arguing with Stephen A. and Steve. And you know, man, but you come on this show, man. He's such a gracious host. He treats you wonderful. He respects all of his guests. You know, he could really do a number on what some of these celebrities and cats is getting on there saying. Because, you know, they saying something dumb. They ain't really got the facts. They trying to be compelling. it, And he walks them through the interview and guides them down. But if you're a regular on that show, if you swagoo, oh, if you Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin it. if you that other boy right there that had the mohawk, if you any one of yep. them, Greeny, your ass finna get it. You gonna get it. You gonna get it. They know it, too. That's the way it goes down. But I love them all. I love them all. I'm very proud hey man, of you. Before you go, before <laughs> yep. you go, how about them cowboys? <laughs> how about them? How about them? Didn't I tell y'all? I get told y'all I was coming. I told y'all just be patient. I told you just be patient. I told you. I told you they would not let you down. When it counts, when the lights get brighter, they go fold. Things gonna happen. And sure enough, it did. It did. That's just the way it goes, man. That's just the way it goes. It's and- what they do. Stephen A., you know what it is? When I was a little boy, before the AFC broke off into the NFC, it was just the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys was in the same division as the Cleveland Browns, the North Mm -hmm. Division. I grew up hating the Cowboys no matter what. So when they split up and went NFL, AFL, and the Browns went AFL, and they went NFC, my hatred for the Cowboys (laughs) is from childhood. But you see... I my can't hatred, get my, rid of it. But my, my hatred for the, I don't hate the Cowboys. It's what? their fans. It's their fans that get on my oh, team. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can't. Let me tell you something right now. The Dallas Cowboys can go 1 and 15. It's in the book. It's in the book. The oh, Dallas the book. Cowboys can go 1 and 15. They can end their season 
on January 5th at 7 p.m. by 7.15. You know we're going to win the Super Bowl next year, right? <laughs> this is what they do. This is what they do. They, they, cannot take, they cannot take 15 minutes to smell their own stench. They are deplorable. There's nothing worse than a fan, than a Cowboys fan. If a nuclear bomb drops, Three things will survive. Rats, roaches, and a cowboy fan. It's who they are. It's who they are. Okay? And so we understand that. We get it. And so the best thing that I could possibly do, I have to apologize to, the, to Jerry Jones and to the cowboy players because I don't mean no ill will towards y'all, but your fans are so disgusting. The misery of you losing that that comes down upon them is so refreshing. It makes my it just makes my spirit feel good. Well, I've been, I've been I can't ready to get stand. Your ignorant ass I be coming on that cowboy, cowboy hat, cigars. I'll be going this damn fool. And the night that's before, right. on that's media. right. Listen, they wouldn't let me. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. What I wanted to do, right, was get some pom poms, right. And start jamming with the cheerleaders and make Michael Irvin and Swag Goo and cats like that put on a cheerleader outfit in my background. Oh, no. That's what I wanted to do. They got nothing to fix Swag Goo. Hey, man, listen. Boy, hey, everybody. The new book out. It's a bestseller. You got to get it. It's called Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. It is called Straight Shooter. It's available now on all platforms. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle. You can go to any bookstore. It is out. It is great reading. Here's our dude. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Stephen A. Smith. One last thing, y'all. It's also available in Audible. I voiced it. I got an audio version as well. You can go to nice. Apple and Amazon. Ooh, I tried that. I wasn't good at that. Who? Want you to know? Get it in the audio. You, I, for I, I, up you might be really stuff. good in an audio book. My audio book failed miserably. I didn't. I can't read mine's, that my, long. Mine's right now. Mine's right now is top four. Oh, look at you, Stephen A. Congratulations, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen A. Smith. Appreciate y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com.